The newest lesson is a brilliant one. Um, I've certainly been learning from it already, right? It's a, it's a recurring one, but it's a recurring one that takes new form each time, which is a little bit of what I want to talk about when we talk about the mind of a leader. This new mindset that has shown up, but it's not the first. So we have a runner's mindset. We have, and, and the runner's mindset reminds me of the yogi mindset, right? After a day started with yoga, um, because yoga and running were happening on every other day. So there was a yogi mindset that formed also. Um, the interesting component of framing mindsets is that when you are faced with a challenge or endured in the pleasure of having set a new habit, you are exercising your mind in a certain way every day while you perform that task. So running there is always for me, which means I'm still at the learning phase of it. It's not endured. And this is month eight of me running. I took a break in the air in the middle and then came back and have been dedicated ever since, right? And the mindset of a runner didn't show up until the second round. Um, when it was a real commitment to enduring this practice. The runner's mindset starts with a resistance. When I get up in the morning knowing I have to run, there is a resistance and a resistance is actually Second your mind out that you can get up and do it, right? You've got to fight the resistance by just acting. Don't don't resist it, right? Because when you are trying to fight it, that's when you give in. You just respond with actions. Responding with actions changes habits because habits are actions that are repeated. So if you continue to do something, it cancel, cancels out the feeling that is associated with the behavior that you're used to. So when I get up, in spite of that heaviness that shows up, I feel it now when I'm about to go for a run. Now my mind is convicted, but my body is resistant. Right, My emotion that is attached to this behavior kicks in. That's that thing that you feel. If you pay attention, 
when you are attempting to change behaviors, there is an energy that if you go feel it, right, go back and go through it, it is a resistance to change. It is in you. It is one of the feelings you've got to become acclimated with. And why is that so important? Well, if you can recognize what you're feeling because you are allowing it, it will then pass. But as long as you're not able to name it, it makes it very difficult for you to successfully execute a changed behavior. I'm learning that feelings serve a very important purpose in this journey of being. There's a language to feelings, right? Just like there's a language to touch, sight, smell, taste, touch, right? Hearing. Um, those things that are not physically tangible, such as emotions, are harder to see as part of the natural senses that we have. Gut feeling, right? And emotion. You can't touch happiness, but you know when you're happy. You can't touch sadness physically, but you know when you're sad, right? It's not a physical sense, like the eyes, the nose, the ears, the mouth, and touch. It's not tangible. You can't sniff in and smell it, right? But it is as present. And when I think about emotions and thoughts, I think about this infinite loop of catching up, right? Just because the mind has been made that we're going to change, if the emotion behind it does not match the thought, there is going to be a battle of wills. So one of the most important things to recognize when you are attempting to change a habit is that you have to be aware of what you're feeling associated to your changed behavior so you can name it and move smoother through the transition of a changed narrative. It will not happen overnight. And so there's a reason why most people don't achieve change as it relates to habits, right? Because we are short-sighted in everything. 
I remember when you used to have to wait a whole season to see a season <laughs> on TV. Now they release all 10 episodes. And what do we do? We watch all 10. Why? Why not watch them in the same cadence that would have been the case if we had to wait once a week? Because we are short-sighted. We need everything now. We don't know how to wait. We do not know how to wait. Because we do not know the full makeup of all of the tools that are available to us beyond the five physical senses. When you go in, right, which we don't do, we don't go in, but when you do, you start to sense the bigness of your being. You start to feel things with clarity. You start to examine what's happening in conjunction with what you are seeing, smelling, tasting, touching, right? The physical senses, the physical senses. But this inner feeling, this inner knowing is dependent on you checking in, tuning in. If you are feeling constant misery, there is a reason for it. You've got to face it and then, oh, how sweet it is to get to the other side of it. The other side of misery is happiness. It is light. It is love. It is peace. And I am so very grateful for everything that happened to me to get me so deep down in despair that I couldn't proceed anymore. I understand what it means when it's said when you get to the bottom there's nowhere to go but up what it doesn't capture is a lot of people hit the bottom and don't know that up is an option they stay in the mud In their own hells. When there is another option.
And what is up anyways, right? Look, when we talk about and follow the sun, which rises and sets up and down, up and down, up and down every day. But when you look at the solar system, it's actually going round and round and round and round and round and round. So which is it? Up or down or round and round? And then you have all of this other activity doing its thing. The moon, other planets, rotating around or being rotated around. So, our understanding of sets, sunsetting, and sunrise the very basics of how we start our day and end our day have so much to teach us. The consistency of their process, their flow. How cons is anybody as consistent as the sun's rise and setting? Right? What if we all dedicated something, ourselves to something, at either the sun rise or sun set every day, which will happen without fail. If you need an alarm to do something daily, when you take your first breath, that's a good reminder. Train yourself to start your day a certain way and watch the power of a watch the power of a trained mindset start to unfold it can be tested tried and true regardless of what you believe what religion you are whether you believe in God or not whether you think it was the Big Bang or Adam and Eve it doesn't matter train yourself to have a very solid, practiced, endured mindset for three months. It can be as simple as, and I think as big as, when you wake up in the morning saying, thank you, out loud, Thank you to whomever allowed you to wake because a lot of people did not. So, we'll explore that more, the training of a mindset.